From the Financial Times in London, I'm Daniel Thomas and this is FT News. The sports transfer window slammed shut this week, ending another frenetic period of wheeler dealing and trading of star strikers and middling midfielders. But fans waiting for the debut games of their new club signings will be as nervous as the managers, who have bet their reputations on adding new players to their teams in the hope of securing glory. The Financial Times has analysed the accounts of 69 clubs over several years, using a database created by KPMG. And with me to discuss the findings is Morad Ahmed, the FD's ledger correspondent. Morad, first of all, can you tell me who the big winners and losers of this big money, big stakes game are? From our analysis, it would seem that clubs like Spain's Atletico Madrid, French teams like Saint-Étienne and Monaco, and a few English clubs like Everton, Spurs and Southampton feature very strongly when you compare them by how much these clubs spend on players and how much they overperform or underperform or perform in line according to how many points you would expect them to get. And Atletico, who have had several great seasons in a row, including winning La Liga in 2014, come out way on top in our analysis of that. We think it's a fair way of judging these clubs because football industry analysts will say that the best way to look at how much a club is spending on players is simply looking at the wage bill. It's the best reflection of that. So that's what we've done. This database has allowed us to look at loads of different clubs across Europe to get in general terms how much they're spending on players and then make an assessment as to how many points they should be getting and Atletico do much better than everybody else. So looking at the data which you pulled together with KPMG, does spending big necessarily mean success? Not necessarily, but it depends how you deem success. So Barcelona and Real Madrid are among the biggest spenders in terms of wages and staff costs anywhere in Europe. And if you look at their records over the last few seasons, that has secured their multiple titles. Real Madrid won the Champions League last year, beating Atletico, funnily enough. Barcelona the year before that. And they've generally had a stranglehold on the La Liga title in Spain. The second biggest spenders from last season across Europe was Manchester United, and they are, are having a tough time of it. They finished fifth outside the Champions League total, so it's not always the case. But people like Stefan Szymanski, who is a very well-respected academic in football circles, will say that the best predictor of how well you're going to do is the wage bill. And so usually if you spend more, then you should perform better than everybody else. What we're interested in is what clubs outperform the usual. So this is an efficient use of their money, if you like, which is not a term which you'd necessarily associate with football, which is quite profligate by its very nature. So, I mean, who are the most effective spenders of their cash? I'm a Spurs fan myself, and clearly we've got a reputation as a club to use our cash wisely. Has that come out in the data, and who else is in there? Well, you mentioned Spurs. So, looking at the Premier League, teams like Everton, Spurs, Southampton do perform incredibly well when we're looking at this. They are competing at the high levels of the Premier League, even though they are financially outmatched by clubs like Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United and Manchester City. So they are doing very well indeed. But the other thing about the way that we've looked at the data is that English Premier League clubs should be doing well compared to their European counterparts. So we also looked at something we are calling relative spending power. How much more money have Premier League clubs got compared to their European counterparts? And all 14 clubs that we had records for in the Premier League have increased their spending power compared to their European counterparts. 
in raw terms, they just have much more money and getting much more money than the European counterparts. So you would expect them to be doing better than clubs in Europe in things like European competition. We haven't actually seen that, you know. In the last few seasons, English clubs haven't performed very well in the Champions League. So there's something weird going on there. Because I guess the money's coming from these bumper TV packages that they're getting. Yeah, absolutely. So the new domestic broadcasting deal that has just been signed for the Premier League between Sky and BT is worth £5.1 billion. There's also a whole series of overseas broadcasting rights, which are worth an estimated £3 billion. And the overseas rights are particularly interesting because they are split evenly between all 20 clubs. And what you end up by doing that is a pretty even distribution of funds across the league. And that leads to a very competitive league. Mr. Szymanski, in a long conversation we had, suggested that distribution is potentially one of the reasons why English clubs aren't doing well in the Champions League, because there are four clubs that qualify for the Champions League every season. But to perform well year on year, you have to actually qualify for the Champions League year on year. And there's been a bit of a revolving cast of characters from England, which means that they're not getting the consistency in European competition, whereas Barcelona and Real Madrid and Bayern Munich in Germany... Juventus in Italy, just by the nature of their leagues, they're almost guaranteed entry into the Champions League and therefore are doing particularly well. And so looking at the data, just to finish off, how much do you think is luck rather than judgment in what clubs do in terms of the transfer market? It could very well be luck. I mean, the way to interpret the data that we have is to remember that statistically speaking, this is a relatively small sample size. Four seasons is a relatively small sample size. So what you could be seeing is random effects or you could be seeing a fixed effect and that could be down to very good management in the uh, case of Atletico they've got Diego Simeone who has been doing it seems at least great things with the club or it could be that they've got a really interesting way of scouting finding players and developing players so if you read the sports press clubs like Southampton get a lot of good press because of their academy products and a lot of those young players do go on to have very successful careers so that could be another reason why these clubs are performing well the way we've analyzed the numbers yeah if you look at Leicester I suppose I mean one season they're at the top and the next season they're at the bottom it shows that money doesn't always matter I suppose it's about consistency well fantastic Mara thank you so much for joining us and I guess we'll wait until the summer to find out who's next in the big spending leagues Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.